Bless you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Well, tonight, we are so blessed. It's been an incredible weekend uh, having Pastor Fernie here. He has a, a thriving church there in the city of Oxnard. Uh, him and his wife, Veronica, are doing a tremendous work. And uh, God saved him at a, a young age and raised him up to be a, a pastor and a regional pastor as well, too. And they're just a blessing to our church and to our our region as a whole as well, too. So I want you to give a nice capital city welcome to Pastor Fernie Franco tonight. Come on, let's welcome him. Somebody shout hallelujah. Well, aren't you glad that you made it out here tonight? I said, aren't we glad that we made it out here tonight? I must say this, is that you can definitely, definitely, Pastor Eddie, feel the presence of God in this place. From the moment we walked in, we got out of the car in the parking lot, you could just feel the power of God moving, moving as, as the Bible mentions. From the beginning, the Spirit of God has been hoovering, and, and from the beginning of time, and I'm telling you, that hoovering of that Holy Spirit is in this auditorium tonight. The worship is dynamic, and I must say that choir from, from the Sacramento was Southside, right? Is, weren't they amazing? That was an amazing, it was an amazing, amazing uh, just set of, of uh, uh, harmonies. They did a great job, and so God bless them wherever they're at. You singers, you can go ahead and take your seats, and also the musicians can go take their seats. Stay up here, Brother Art. Yeah, you're the chosen, selected, called anointed one double time for you tonight but I want you to give them a good clap for all their hard work and again pastor uh, Eddie thank you very much Thalia thank you very much for the invitation we had a tremendous time uh, Saturday with some of the leaders in the region and this morning there at uh, the Southside Sacramento Church, I'm telling you, God is pouring out His favor upon that congregation. That place was packed out this morning, an amazing atmosphere. I, I must say this, is that I think God has selected the right uh, regional leaders to lead this great, great region here. And it's always a uh, humbled experience Experience to be able to minister in front of all these great pastors that are here. So each one of you, uh, thank you for all your hard work. I know from pastor to pastor, it, it, it's hard work, but I'm here to tell you something is that it's all worth it. It's all worth it. We have men of God who've laid down their lives uh, for the sheep, literally. And uh, we need to follow in their, uh, in their uh, path that they have laid. And uh, uh, speaking about that, uh, I know we all love and miss Pastor Steve. If it wasn't for Pastor Steve, hear me now, hear me. If it wasn't for that man of God, and listen, you know, Santa Paula is not too far from Oxnard. We're the same county, actually, and that's where Pastor Steve was raised at and born. And uh, we all know that, uh, well, actually, a lot of people don't know this, is Pastor Steve would beg Pastor Sonny to send a, a victory outreach out there to Oxnard and all that area. And if it wasn't for him, honestly, I probably wouldn't be here because a victory outreach was finally sent over there in 1985. And that's where I gave my life to Jesus Christ. And so thank God for those that have paved the way for us. I said, thank God for those who have paved the way for us. 
You know, there's a passage in the Bible that says that look, look to the rock from which you've been cut from. And we must remember, we must remember those who have paved the way for us. And, and I thank God for them every single day uh, of my life. I've been greeting to you on behalf of my wife. She's not here, but her name is Veronica. For those of you who don't know, uh, the Lord healed her five years ago of leukemia cancer. And when she was diagnosed, when she was diagnosed, uh, she had no idea, no clue whatsoever that she had cancer in her body. She was pregnant and thank God for that baby. We named our baby boy Nehemiah. And little did we know that our baby boy literally would be tasting the cup of death. And he saved my wife's life. If it wasn't for that baby, uh, my wife probably uh, would have not made it. But I'm here to tell you, five years ago, when she was diagnosed with cancer, she was in a drive-thru at Carl's Jr. when the doctor called her and told her, I need for you to drive yourself to the nearest emergency room. My wife said, what's wrong? And the doctor said, don't worry about it. When you get there, we'll tell you what's going on. When my wife arrived to the emergency room, she drove herself to the emergency room. When she arrived to that emergency room, there was an ambulance waiting for her already for her outside. There were three on, uh, oncologists, I believe is what they're called, were waiting for her in an emergency room. And they told my wife, is any family with you? My wife said, no, my husband's in Chicago. He's a pastor and he's preaching over there. And my family is out of town. And he says, well, you better call somebody right now. My wife asked him, just tell me, what's wrong with me? Do I have cancer? And the doctor says, yes, and you're in the final stage of cancer. And that ambulance that is outside is waiting right now to transport you to UCLA Hospital. She was in the final stage of cancer. She called me from that hospital, that emergency room in Oxnard, California. I called my church. It was a Friday night church service. I told my church, Listen, I need everybody to stop what they're doing right now. I need for you to get on your knees, and I need for you to beg. And if you go to the South Sacramento Church, you know what I'm talking about. I said, I need for you to optomai. I need for you to attach yourself to the edge of Jesus' garment, and I need for you to plead with Jesus to send the cancer back from where it came from. And I'm going to tell you, within a four-hour time, hear me now, within four hours, as our, our church begin to pray, hear me, with no administration of chemotherapy, any other type of meds or drugs in four hours from the time it took my wife to be transport, transported from Oxnard to UCLA Hospital. When she arrived at UCLA Hospital, they did another blood draw on her. And I'm here to declare before the Lord Jesus Christ is that the doctors were confused because the other three lab results that were taken in Oxnard, California, four hours later when the church begin to pray when the church began to pray about time they took her blood again she went from the final stage of cancer to the beginning stage of cancer five years ago that happened and in a three-month time God completely took away all the leukemia in my wife's body today five years later she's still walking in her miracle I said she's still walking in her miracle Oh, I don't think this region is hearing me. I said she's still walking in her miracle. And I have a warrior for a wife. Oh, my God. I, I tell my wife every time I see her, I says, you know what? I scored. I scored by choosing you. 
As a matter of fact, today, if you read the blogs that Sister Julie is posting up, my wife's blog is on there, and uh, she talks about uh, how the Lord spoke to both of us at a world conference uh, years ago. And uh, I, was, I was at an altar call at world conference. I know you're standing, but it's, I was thinking of doing something different. Maybe I could sit the whole service and you guys can stand, maybe. <laughs> Just remain standing with me for a little bit. And I'm saying this because world conference is around the corner. I was at a world conference uh, years ago. I was 18 years old. And I remember one of the, the services had ended. And I was sitting in the bleachers area. And I remember I, there was no room for me at the altar. So I made my own altar at that bleacher. And I turned around on my knees and I began to pray to God at 18 years old. And I began to ask God, God, I'm not getting up off of this altar until you speak to me. Optomai, until you speak to me. I refuse to let go until you tell me what I'm supposed to do for the rest of my life. I was 18 years old. I told God, I need to know that. I have some decisions to make. I need to know where my future is heading. Speak to me. And I told God, I'm not getting up. And listen to me. As I'm praying, the whole auditorium emptied out. The only people that were left there were the janitors that were cleaning up in that auditorium. And I said, God, I don't care who's left and who's not left here. I just need to know. Speak to me. Tell me. I want to know what I'm supposed to do. I'm not leaving until you tell me what I'm supposed to do. And God spoke to me. And God said that I was called to be a pastor little did I know that there was a girl named Veronica that was in the morning at the the youth section the youth conference and little did I know that she was asking God the same thing and little did I know that she was at an altar call and the pastor was praying over that altar call and said there's somebody here that is called to be a young pastor's wife and 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 this girl Veronica started telling God I think that's me I think that's me I'm here to tell you something I didn't even know really who she was my eye wasn't even on her at that time but I'm here to say three years later her and I started dating we got married that was almost 19 years ago today I'm a pastor she's a pastor's wife all that took place at something that is called the world conference and little did pastor Sonny know that when he started over there in 1967 in East Los Angeles Little did he know that he would go from conducting church services in this little apartment building. Little did he know that 43 years later, just a couple of blocks down the street, that same little church in a little apartment building will be conducting church service at a place few blocks away called the LA Convention Center. You better be there in the month of June this year because we got family coming from all over the world. How many planning to be there? Listen to me, of the church in South Africa, of their congregation, over 108 of them already purchased the airplane tickets to come to World Conference. I think people from the capital city region can head on out to World Conference, right? Make plans to attend. Father, we come before you. Lord, in these next few minutes that we have, Lord, I already feel that you have really edified your people. Lord, let me just be used by you just to, Lord, just finalize some callings in people's lives. Lord, let me be the oracle. Let me be your instrument. Let me be the tool that you can use today. Lord, I surrender my life to you. Speak through me. Use me, I pray. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody says amen and amen.